welcome back to Awfully Serious. Bet you didn't think that you'd be hearing back from us so soon. We're back in the saddle again. You used that last time, and you can't say that again. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, I'm glad to see you again so soon. I bet the podcasting audience is as well. That's right. That's right. This is the first time we're keeping keeping to our promise of having these short, quicker episodes coming out every week, just like you guys asked. Yeah, and even though you know we're meeting more often and recording as frequently as we can, still time for big life changes. Ashin, I want to congratulate you on your new place. Oh, thank you, thank you. Some of you, some of you may have noticed that we did get a few emails about why the microphone quality seemed a little bit off last time, and that's because I was using one of those short, dinky microphones you get because all my stuff was packed because I was moving. Oh, but you're all moved in now. You moved last weekend. I moved over the week, and this weekend, I moved it all. Um, got a lot of boxes I haven't unpacked yet. It's very scary to look at, but I did go I, get, I did go to Ikea. Did you get some new stuff? I love Ikea. They have pizza at Ikea now. Did you know they have pizza at Ikea? Pizza, meatball pizza? or It's a normal cheese pizza, Alex. Normal cheese pizza. Not as good as a Costco pizza. Hmm, not as okay. good as a Costco all right. pizza. I mean, not everyone can be as good as Costco. But. You know, we'll do a rankings one day, but I'm just going to put it out there. I think the Costco cheese pizza is my favorite cheese pizza. Favorite cheese of, like, pizza. Of like all time? Yeah. I mean, oh, man, it- I wouldn't go that far. It Maybe it's the best cheese pizza of all the box stores out there. But I don't think it compete with like I don't know some like local pizzeria with brick oven or whatever. But it's a cheese pizza. I mean, how good can a cheese pizza get? Oh, I mean, come on. There's like the cheese, and there's like the tomato sauce, and then there's like the crust. The crust is everything. All right. So anyway, we're getting we're getting off the rails. I, I, I don't want us to. I don't want us to argue with you. You know, I I brought a gift for you. That's right. You did welcome you to your new place, even though I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I hope, I, I know it's probably messy right now and I just wanted, you know, to give you more stuff so it's a little bit messier. Oh. Um, yeah, brighten up the room a little bit. So um, here you go. Oh, let me see. Let me see. All right. I'm, I'll have to narrate this for everyone. So it's in a box. Right, you mean oh. a bag, right? Yeah, I guess that, this that's, is technically that's a bag. That's a bag, yeah. This is a bag. It's got an opening and handles. Okay. It's, okay. It's a little pointy already. I've already got my... It's a cactus. It's a plant. You got me a cactus. It's a plant. It's it's an aloe plant. An aloe plant, like yeah. aloe vera. Yeah. Ooh. Thought it'd be good for the budding climber. You know, maybe getting some little ouchies on your fingers and stuff. Oh, is that good? Yeah. I better start climbing a lot more if I want. <laughs> if I'm going to get ouchies, yeah. then, right? Oh. Oh, thank you. I know just where I'm going to keep this. Where are you going to put it? Outside. Oh, okay. Can, I mean, it's more for outside? like your your house, like inside. Oh. Yeah, then I'll keep it inside, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, cool. So it's like uh, you only have to water it, you know, like once every co- every other week or something like that. You know, I thought it would be like an easy plant to keep alive. So You say that, but I've managed to kill a lucky bamboo before. That's literally just a twig and some rocks. I don't even know how I killed that thing. Well, I mean, if you killed this thing, like, you know, that would mean you're less nurturing than a desert. So I have faith in you Ooh. that you can keep this plant alive. All right, let's see how long it, how long it can last. Let's go to segments. Okay, let's go. All right, so, Shin, I have a quiz for you today. Now, I didn't have as much time as I normally did to put this quiz together. So, it starts off strong. It's a little bit weaker by the end. But uh, I have a, a strong concept here, and I think that um, the podcast audience will forgive me for any transgressions. Um, 
So I think our the theme for the episode is moving. So I'm going to call this quiz Leaving on a Jet Plane. Ooh, this sounds like a Steve Miller band. St- Steve Miller band. Steve, this sounds like a Steve Miller band based quiz. Is it a Steve Miller band quiz? It's not. It's it's totally not. So this Big quiz. Big old jet liner. So don't take me so far away. Is that how it goes? Mm, that's a different song called Big Jet Airliner, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. All right. Eh, but okay. All right, I mean, this quiz, this okay. quiz. So I think you're going to do pretty well. I feel bad about that last one uh, just because uh, you and Kelly went, I think you offered on that one. Not a single correct response. I know. So here we go. We got more questions and it's and it's on a topic. I think you have a strong footing. It's all about sports. Sports! Yeah. And uh, more specifically, it's all about sports teams that left for greener pastures. Ooh. All right. Okay. Okay. So I like this. Here's how it's going to work. Uh, I got three clues for each sports team. Okay. And I'll give you one clue at a time. The clues are supposed to get easier. Okay. Okay. All right. I like you this. ready? Okay. Here we go. So I don't know if you get the, if you get the team on the first clue, then you get three points. If you get on the second clue, you get two. If you get on the third one, you get one point. What, what What do I get if I get? What do I do with the points at the end? Um, you can trade them in. I think. Okay. Yeah, trade them in for a prize. Okay, for every ten points, you owe me a dessert. A dessert. A dessert. For Aren't you like points. on a diet or something? You better make the quiz hard for both of us then. Okay. How are you going to get max points? I think is going to be 18. So you, you got your work cut out for you here. Okay. I can Let's, do it. And uh, you have requested and I have approved. Uh, I'm going to give you these questions in increasing scale of obscurity. Okay. You and ready? just for all the listeners, this is your chance. You got to, uh, you know, whoever you're listening to with, your buddy, your listening buddy, you know, I know this is like a group listening kind of thing. Go over to the person next to you and just tell them, over or under. You betting I'm going to get more than 10 or less than 10? We'll set the line at nine and a half. So, you know. Nine and a half? All right. 10 or more That's or not? That's over? Okay, yeah. here we go. <clears throat> oh, boy. Here we go. All right. Uh, in 1932, its first year, this team shared a home field with a major league baseball team that subsequently moved to Milwaukee in 1953 and then to Atlanta in 1966. That field was sold to Boston University and reconstructed as Nickerson Field, where the Terriers football team played until the program was disbanded in 1997. BU Soccer and Lacrosse, among other sports, still play there today. So I feel like it's a Boston team. I got that much so far. Good job. So what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to tell you uh, the which current, team moved? The current name of the team. So there were two baseball teams. They both shared f- the field, and one of them went to Milwaukee and then Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That was one of them. And the other baseball team. Well, the other one wasn't. might not have been a baseball team. Uh-huh. You fell into my trap. Oh. And it's a team that moved. It did move. You're not going to tell me where? It okay. might be in the next clue. Okay, so let me think. I feel... This is the least obscure team, by the way, on this oh, list. Great. Um, and if I get it wrong, if I get it wrong, I don't get any more clues. Mm, yeah, yeah. So you have to ask for the next clue. Or or it's wrong. Guess, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, wait, so if I guess and I get it wrong, can I ask for the next clue? Or do I get penalized? If you guess it wrong, you won't get any points. But if you want to listen to the clue, sure. Yeah, okay. I'll tell it to you. All right, let me think. Let me think. So it's the Boston football team, which moved. Did it move far? Hmm. Mm. No, I don't think mm. so, because I'm pretty sure. Do you want to hear those dates again? Yeah. Well, his first year in Boston was 1932. Okay. 
And then it shared home field with a baseball team that left in 53. Okay. And then settled in Atlanta in 1966. I feel like I know. I, I should ask for another clue. I'm going to ask for another clue. You want the next clue? Yeah. All right, here's clue number two. You ready? This team started its professional life as the Orange Athletic Club Golden Tornadoes in 1919. In 1929, the team owner purchased franchise rights from the Duluth Eskimos, uh, but ended up folding the next year. That franchise reformed in 1932, adopting the name of their landlord and field co-inhabitant. In 1933, this team moved to Fenway Park and adopted their current name. It was a baseball team. You almost tricked me. Was it a baseball team? Well, they were in Fenway Park and they got their current name. That's true. It's got to be the Red Sox. Is that your final answer? Yes. Well, you're wrong. What? It's not the Red Sox. What other team plays in Fenway Park? You want to hear the the last clue? Yes, fine. Okay. All right. In 1937, this team moved to Washington, D.C., where they still play today. They were champions in Super Bowl 17, 22, and 26, and most recently in 1991. Only five teams have appeared in more Super Bowls. The Patriots, the Cowboys, the Steelers, the Broncos, and the 49ers. As of 2015, this team is the third most valuable NFL team and the eighth most valuable sports team in the world. So Washington Redskins? It is. I don't get a point for that, do I? No, unfortunately God. not. So they, the purpose of those first clues was to let you know that this team started life as the Boston Braves. I did know that. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. They were the Boston Braves and then they moved to Fenway and they changed their names to like match the red Sox. Oh, okay and so they they changed their name to the redskins oh boy this is gonna be a tough one okay All okay right, let's ready? keep it going let's keep it going shin i'm not feeling too good for you buddy it's uh, zero points so far i don't know if you're gonna get there that was supposed to be the easiest one well that was the like least obscure so i, I kind of like you know wrote the clue so they were a little bit hard to glean onto but i'm pretty sure if you waited to you know the end of, all the way to, to clue number three you'd get all of them pretty easily but you're not going to get to 10 points that way. Shit. you got to take some under. risks. So let's see. I got zero points right now. I got five questions. That means I got to get each one with after the second clue. You got to average two points. Two points. Two I got to average points. two points. I can do this. I can do this. All right. You ready for this? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Okay. It's team number two. The original owner of this franchise defected after the league's 1960 inaugural draft to start the Minnesota Vikings instead. After which, the team was awarded to its current hometown. The name selection committee narrowed down the choices to the Admirals, Lakers, Diablos, Sea Wolves, Gauchos, Nuggets, Senors, Dons, Coasters, Grandies, Sequoias, Missiles, Knights, Redwoods, Clippers, Jets, and Dolphins, and a subsequent naming contest selected the name the Senors, but ridicule from the press and the public motivated a switch to its current name. All right, can, before you list all the names again, can you repeat just the first part? So the owner after the draft. The original owner of this franchise defected after the league's 1960 inaugural draft. Okay. In order to start the Minnesota Vikings. After which the team was awarded to its current hometown. Okay. Um, originally, there was a naming a name selection committee, and there's a long list. You want to hear the list again? No, there's no, some no. clues in that list. Okay, okay. Some clues. Okay. Did you pick up on those? Well, 
Keep on going. Keep okay. on going. I had I have an idea. I have couple. I have two ideas. You got some ideas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here here's the here's the list that they came up with: the Admirals, the Lakers, the Diablos, Sea Wolves, Gauchos, Nuggets, Senores, Dons, Coasters, Grandies, Sequoias, Missiles, Knights, Redwoods, Clippers, Jets, and Dolphins. I'm probably not gonna read that twice for the listeners. I'll edit out the. The second time. No, I you should keep it. They'll need it Keep too. the whole They'll thing. They'll, they too. might enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, there's probably some people playing along. They, they need that second okay, one. Okay. So. And. Uh, um, but they chose was, the seniors. Uh, they chose the senior. So that's the list. And then I think there was like a fan contest or something. And they decided to choose the seniors. But the public backlash was such that they decided to change the name. And the name they changed it to. It's a big clue is not on the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So I have two, I have a couple guesses. All right, talk it out. Let's so yeah, it. I want to talk it out. You know, it's like the same way you got to show your work to get partial credit on the quiz. Yeah, partial I get, credit. I mean, I you won't get, get, any, credit you won't get any points, but you'll get partial credit. At least with the audience. I don't want them to think I'm a, you know, big old buffoon. Okay, yeah. So, you know, I think the clue there is like a lot of those were California and ocean based. Okay, okay. And because they chose like a southern, sorry, a, you know, a Latin sounding name at the end. Um, I'm tempted to say it's something in Southern California. So, Or there are two things I could be. Initially, when you said like the team after the d- draft decided to pull out or do something else, it sounded like a very Al Davis move, like a little Oakland Raiders <laughs> style thing. But um, I'm, I don't think the NFL started in the 1960s. I think it was a little older than that. So the 1960s was the inaugural draft for that team, it was or for, for that the, league? For the league, I think. Okay, that makes it tough because I was thinking that it was a baseball team, but they must have had a draft before then. Maybe they didn't have a draft before then, because my gut—I kind of feel like the answer might be the San Diego Padres. Like it fits a lot of like you know where it might be, you know. Um, should go on baseball here. I feel like it's baseball, but the problem is like the draft. You know, I'm gonna play it safe. I'm gonna ask for one more clue. All right, all right. But I, I'm, I feel like I'm circling this one. Okay, here we go. Okay, this team has had a lot of contentious press coverage off the field. In 1992, it sued the NFL for trade dilution over the uniforms and colors adopted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. In 2003. Four players, including three starters from the previous year's Super Bowl team, were named as clients of the Bay Area Laboratory Cooperative. All right. Okay. I got it. They were the first professional team members detected using the designer steroid THG. This is the Balco case. Yeah, it is. Okay. And you said it was an NFL team in this clue, right? They sued the NFL. And this was, they were in, they sued the NFL. Because their value was diminished. Yeah. The NFL and then, uh, and they were in the Super players... Bowl in 2002. Yeah. You know, I, sh- I should have stuck with my first gut. This is Al Davis and the Oakland Raiders. It is the Oakland Raiders. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Oh, my gosh. Nice job. <sighs> All right. I'm on, I'm on par. I'm on par. I, I, s- I see you sweating still a <laughs> no, little bit. No, I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> okay. <sighs> and then the third clue was about the move to La- Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right, you ready for team number three? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go, here we go. All right, this team has won nine world championships, 
third most behind New York and St. Louis. It was one of eight charter franchises that founded the league that it plays in and moved to its current location in 1968. You used the word world championship? I did use the words world championships. It's um, behind New York and St. Louis. Yeah. And it was one of the eight original teams. Yes. Okay. So I feel like the only time I... there's One of the times I always hear about original teams is in hockey. They always talk about the original teams. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the New York Rangers or the Islanders or the St. Louis Blues, I I, I can't imagine they would be very high on hockey championships. I'm pretty sure the St. Louis Blues were, you know, I don't think they were ever that good. So they're behind New York and St. Louis. Behind New York and St. Louis, yeah. So another, let's see, New, New York. So you're trying, to, you're trying to pin down the sport here yeah, before you go further. Yeah, get the sport. So okay, I, I right. feel like baseball sounds, you know, Cardinals have been historically very good, St. Louis Cardinals and Yankees. You know, obviously, everyone knows that. It's almost a trope. Right. And so who would be behind them in terms of championships? Okay. Um, um, and when did they move? Uh, they moved to where they now play in 1968. 1968. I kind of feel like it was the Kansas City Athletics, which became the Oakland Athletics, but that might just be my, you know, Bay Area bias. Because, you know, they want a fair amount, but enough to be third? I mean... MLB is a very long-standing league. Right. Been around lot, for a long time. A lot's happened. So, um, hmm. let me think of any, like, other... Historically great teams. Oh, I think I have an idea of which team it might be. You said 1960s, right? 1968, yeah. 1968. So that's when a lot of teams moved west, including, you know, a couple of teams from New York, such as the San Francisco Giants, the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, they were originally the Brooklyn Dodgers, and they were pretty good then. I kind of feel like I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it. Okay, what are you going to say? I'm going to say the Dodgers. L.A. Dodgers, Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh, sorry. No! It wasn't the Dodgers. What was it? It was the Athletics. It was the Athletics. I should have gone with the first guy. Oh, yeah, man. You said it, and I was like, oh, he's going to get this one. Uh, What was the second clue? Want to hear the second clue? Yeah. This team was originally founded in Philadelphia in 1901, but spent the years between 1955 and 1968 in Kansas City. God dang it. While there, the team changed its mascot from a white elephant to Charlie O. the Mule to appeal to the predominantly Democratic fan base. In 1988, the elephant was resurrected as Harry Elefante, but renamed Stomper in 1997. I should have gotten that one. I should have played it safe. <laughs> I, I had that one. Yeah, easy two points, huh? I easy, did. Easy two I points. I said it. You got pretty far on, uh, on that first clue. I was impressed. And then the, the, the third clue was about the, the Bay Bridge series and, you know, the whole battle of the Bay. All right, I just got to get more clues, but now I might need... All right, so those are, like, that's this is the end of the, like... Easy? Of the um of the major major sports teams. Oh, It's geez. about to get pretty tough. Oh, my gosh. All and right. I got two points out of the first three questions? You got two points, so you need... You need is you it possible? Three, you got three left. You need eight points. Okay. All right, here we go. This team was a charter member of its league, founded in 1996, and played in its first ever game, defeating Washington 1-0. Originally called The Clash, this team adopted its current name in 1999. So this is the Houston Dynamo. 
You know what? I'm going to give it to you. Because it, it's either that or the earthquakes. Stan was the like, earthquakes, yeah. I was yeah. going for the earthquakes. But they also moved and became the Houston Dynamo. So, in my, this is the problem when you, when you write a quiz based entirely on Wikipedia and not any internal knowledge whatsoever. They had read some the, weird contract. But let's read the clues. Sorry. You know, oh, you I jumped a little. I got, right. I got a little aggressive because I was feeling bad. I needed to get some points I'm, on. I'm going to give I, these points to you. I, I, think, I think you earned those points. Okay. All right. Clue number two. Following several disappointing seasons and stadium deals that floundered, the team re- relocated to Houston in 2006. First as Houston 1836 and then as the Houston Dynamo. Fun fact, they were, I don't think they were ever called the 1836. That was also, oh. that was like they had chose it, chosen it, got a lot of bad feedback, and then they changed their name before they played to the Dynamo. Okay, okay. So someone needs to edit that Wikipedia page is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Uh, in its first year in Houston, this team won uh, the league championship on penalty kicks. I remember, I was very salty about that. Oh, really? Who did they, they beat? I don't remember, but they were they won as the earthquakes. They moved, they left, and then they won as the Dynamo. That was bullshit. That was our team. <laughs> then we got a shitty earthquakes team for a long time. Yeah, it was pretty shitty. <laughs> um, okay, clue number three. Oh, and also they repeated as champions in Houston in two thousand seven. Also in two thousand seven, this is clue number three. Uh, Major League Soccer announced that an expansion team that retained all records, logos, colors, and titles. Of, their, of that previous franchise. And here's the location stuff. Although it previously played at Buckshaw Stadium on the Santa Clara University campus, this team finally got its own stadium in 2015 and enjoys a fierce rivalry with the LA Galaxy called the California Classico. You know, I was actually there when the earthquakes, they came back from, I think it was a 4-0 deficit. What? In the playoffs That's against unheard the Galaxy. Of. Well, you know, it's like you play one game and another game. Oh, wait, four points, you mean like... Aggregate score. Okay, okay. So they lost the first game 2-0, and then they were down 2-0 again to the Galaxy. And they came back, and they scored four goals, and they beat the Galaxy. It was when Landon Donovan was on the team. You know, just like the leading goal scorer for the U.S. Maybe he's the second leading now, but... um, And then I just remember... Very impressive. Yeah, it was was a seminal moment in my life. So wait, how come... So in soccer, they play playoff series of two games... Um, I think in a lot of a lot of the leagues, which they do playoffs, they do like a home and a home. So the- this is a sport that allows ties, and then has series that are even numbered games. What is wrong with the sport of soccer, man? They don't like decisive outcomes. I guess they're more about compromise. Have you thought about that? Yeah, but when it actually matters, then they go to PKs, and it's all about luck. Is that really? Is that they, really they the best overtime. compromise? They get a little overtime going. They get a little overtime going. May, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. All right. I'm feeling good about that. How many points do I have now? So Alex? that was three. You got three on one go. Okay. So you had a total of five. Okay. I think halfway there. Got two questions left. Okay. All right. This one. So I don't know if you caught on to the theme. It's moving. Teams that are moving. Teams that are moving, but also these are all teams uh, from either California or Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Except this team started in the Bay Area and then left. Okay. This team started life as an expansion team in 1967. Originally known as the California Seals, it changed its name to the Oakland Seals halfway through its first year. In 1970, it changed its name again to the Bay Area Seals before settling on the California Golden Seals. Never successful, which set an eerie theme for Bay Area teams of this sport. The team moved in 1976 to become the Cleveland Barons and eventually merged with the Minnesota North Stars in 1978. 
So what am I supposed to answer? The current team. The current the team. The current team name. Seals and the Barons. And merged with Minnesota North Stars in 1978. Minnesota North Stars. So it's a sport that hasn't been successful in California, it said, right? Yeah. Or in the Bay Area. In the Bay Area. Yeah. Minnesota North Stars. And what was the other one? Barons, right? Uh, this team changed its names when it moved to the Cleveland Barons. Uh, these are and all very familiar merged, names to And me. then it merged with the Minnesota team. I feel like it might be like something weird, like a AHL, like Hockey Junior League or something like that. But It's not that obscure. It's not that obscure. Okay. Yeah. But... Can I ask a clarifying question? Okay. So are, are all these teams the top league for their sport, or could there be like a minor league? They team? are all the top league, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Um, you know, I'm going to play it safe, and we'll go clue number two. Clue number two, okay. This team relocated to its current hometown in 1993. Since then, this team has won eight division titles, two President's Trophies, two Western Conference Championships, and in 1999, the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup? But why would you say that? Why would you say that they, hockey's not successful in the Bay Area, Alex? Oh, did did I'm sorry. Did a Bay Area hockey team win the Stanley Cup recently? I haven't been paying attention to them. <laughs> Ouch! But I mean, like, okay, fine, fine, fine. That that threw me off. That threw me off. Okay, that's why they all sounded so familiar. Okay, they moved to their current location where in 1993. Uh, in yeah, 1993. Okay, and they moved. You didn't say where. I didn't say where. But I, I gotta guess now, or I can't win. How many points do you need? You need five more points? I need five. All right. Should I give you the city? How Do you know all your hockey sports teams? Is the city kind of a gimme? I'll, I'll give it to you. Wait, 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 wait. Because it... All right, I'll give you the city. You ready? Okay. They moved to Dallas. So it's the Dallas Stars. Yeah. Okay. I was either going to say Colorado Avalanche or Dallas Stars, actually. Oh, like, yeah. Madonna. So you were close. You were I was close. close. Well, so if you listen to the first clue, the Minnesota North Stars... Ooh. When they moved, they became just the Dallas Stars. Okay, so I feel like I gotta listen to some of the the detail a bit more. Sometimes I'm missing it. Yeah. You know, well, these the clues next are... so the next clue gave you the city. It said when the team first moved from Minnesota, they shared Reunion Arena with the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Yeah. So how many points am I getting for that one? You get two points. You get two points. Well, that means you have to get three points on okay, this okay, next and okay. last question. You know, there's probably a little shenanigans, but it's okay. You know, the viewer wants it. I want it. Everyone wants it. We need a little drama. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you have good chances here. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, well, maybe I'll give you a little background here. This is definitely going to help you out. All right. Okay. The, I think reading about this team probably inspired the creation of this of this quiz. Okay. And uh, this team is unlike the other teams on this list in a few ways. Okay. For starters, um, it's the only team that no longer competes in any form. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The Is it team... the Washington Generals? That's not a real guess. That's, <laughs> that's not a real guess. That's not your guess. All right. This team also never changed its name despite a 17-year history and membership across four leagues. Okay. Um, what it does share is contention over stadium issues, which ultimately brought an end to the franchise. Okay. From 2000 to 2005, they played at Nickerson Field on the Boston University campus. Okay. From 2009 to 2011, they played at Harvard Stadium, the home football team of the Harvard Crimson. Okay. In 2012 and 2013, they played at Dillboy Stadium in Somerville, Massachusetts. Okay. And from 2014 to 2017, they played at Jordan Field, formerly known as Soldiers Field Soccer Stadium, on the Harvard University campus in Cambridge. Okay. So, 
I'm going to use a little inside information I know. I know what your favorite sport to follow is. Oh, you do, do you? And that's women's soccer. <laughs> maybe not my favorite sport, but maybe a, a bit of a niche. I'm a niche fan, I guess, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to remember the name of the team. Oh, God. It's not the Boston Bombers, but it also starts with <laughs> a B. That would be a really bad but team. But it starts with a B. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That sounds like a novelty. Oh my gosh. It's just going to come down to whether I can think of this name of this women's soccer league. It's like the Boston Bridgers, Boston Badgers. Am I right? It's an alliteration? Definitely an alliteration. It's an alliteration, yeah. right? Oh gosh. Gosh, I can I can feel that I can feel the feel all the colors. I can hear yeah, I can hear uh, all of the listeners shouting out because this team is so popular in the area that they all know the answer. They're screaming at the radios, Ashin. For the record, let everyone know. I know it's a women's it's a women's soccer league team, and it's a Boston. I used for some reason as a side note. For some reason, I thought they used to play at Gillette for a bit, but I guess not. Uh, is that where? I don't know where that is. No, that's like north. So I guess for some reason, I was convinced they played in Gillette for a while. But um, hmm. maybe someone needs to update their Wikipedia page. No, you're probably right because I remember I brought it up to someone else and they're like, "You're wrong. They never played Gillette." Oh, whoa! Someone else, big fan, huh? All right, the Boston B B B. I'm gonna say the Boston Breakers. That's it. You got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you got there. Oh man, I'm so proud of you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that was good. Nice job. Oh. So you got to ten. If you were betting that a shin wouldn't get there, you lost the bet. So uh, I guess what do they have to send in to us, a shin? They have to send in an autographed fanny pack to us. <laughs> to Pod at gmail.com. They're going to send it in by email? I guess just a picture of them with I, a oh, fanny yeah, pack. A picture of you wearing a fanny pack in public. Yeah. Please send it to our email. Yeah. So we need you to join the fanny pack pack. Send <laughs> us an email at awfullyseriouspod at gmail.com. Because we're winners. We're winners, Alex. You did it. I'm so Woo. proud of you. Oh, I, my gosh. I think uh, this means this proves that it, it really was Kelly kind of bringing you down on yeah, that last Dr. quiz. Dr. Professor Kelly Bodwin. Good at many things, not quizzes <laughs> not or knowing anything trivial. Uh, <laughs> you want to know? You want to hear the last clues? Yeah, pretty, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, this team has never been successful financially or competitively. That could be any women's soccer league team, oh, Alex. Whoa! Although there have been a few bright spots, its most successful season came in 2003 when it placed first in the regular season before losing to Washington in the semifinals. This team had many star national players on its roster. Briefly, including my favorite player in 2011. Who's your favorite player? Alex Morgan? She won a Cal. No, no. Anyway, and it won two number one overall draft picks, which it used on Amy Rodriguez in 2009. Ooh, Amy Rodriguez, she's good. And Rose Lavelle in 2017. I don't know her. Very, she's very good. All right, and last clue. Oh, for most of this team's existence, a league to... I mean, you already knew it was women's soccer, but... For most of this team's existence, a league to play in was a much more salient issue than a stadium to play in. The team started life in 2000 as a charter franchise of the Women's United Soccer Association until the league folded in 2003. In 2008, the team was reformed as a charter member of women's professional soccer, where it played until the league collapsed in 2012. In 2013, the the team joined the National Women's Soccer League until suspending operations in 2017. Let's all shed a tear for the Boston Breakers. Moment of silence, please. 
Okay, and we're done. Good job on a sh- good job, Shin. I want to congratulate you on that quiz. <laughs> Thank Alex. I really enjoyed this quiz. Thank it was you a good so one. much. It was fun, I right? liked it a lot. Yeah, good time. I did. If I you did. had a good time out there, listeners, send us an email telling us what you liked. What was the email again, Shin? That's awfully serious pod at gmail.com. All right, we're back. Um, whew. All right, you did pretty good in that inquisition. Did Not I go bad. over or under? Not Nobody's going to know. Yeah. Um, so email us up. If you uh, did better than a shin on that quiz, we'd love to hear from you. Um, what's the uh, email address again, Ashin? That's awfully serious pod at gmail.com. Great. All right. Well, whew, my throat is, you know, a little bit parched from all that talking. So I think, Ashin, I'm going to swing the mic to you and tell us all about your big move. Oh, big move. So, you know, I used to like moving a lot. I used to feel like it was like Tetris, you know, you kind of like taking all your couches and stuff and you're like putting into the u-haul van and then you're putting things underneath the table and you're like wait a second maybe if i move the table sideways it fits right in between my two couches and you know that way you get everything in the u-haul van what i hate though is everything that that comes after the move you know after you take everything out of the u-haul van and you're like you just have a whole bunch of boxes you know in your apartment that's where i i'm at now it's just it's very intimidating mm. so to look you, at you, you like having everything in their nice neat little boxes all organized by like room and and color and how frequently you use them as opposed to putting them in their proper place in your new apartment yeah that's a lot of work mm, yeah it's kind of an art form yeah but it got me thinking because after i put my boxes i didn't have any furniture so i went to ikea and i got some pieces of furniture and i thought you know what those Swedish, those Swedish meatballs over there—they're pretty good at coming up with you know some innovative products. I think we should pitch them a little bit. Okay, so uh, this is not an IKEA product, but perhaps inspired by the IKEA brand. Exactly. Okay, let's hear it. So I got one. You ready? You know how instead of like coffee tables, they have those like just square, square like maybe one foot by one foot tables where you can stack a lot of them to make a very large table or a short table. Mm-hmm. I think they go modular everything. Let's Minecraft this bitch. So, like, tiny little beds that you put together to make one big bed? Yeah. So, you just get... If you want a bed, all you do is you buy a bunch of their blocks, which are like pillows. You put them together. Maybe Velcro them. You got a bed. You want a sofa? You put a little bit... You know, you put a little bit for the cushion. You stack some more for the back. You got a sofa. Oh, I'm intrigued. You want a rug? You just put a lot of of the rug rug tiles on top. You Hmm. want... You know, you want something a little bit hard, you just put stack a bunch of blocks of wood. Some of them could be hollow for bookcases, closets. I'm thinking of the, you know, the the possibilities for this over a life that, you know, like grows and adjusts. Like say you have like a kid and your kid just needs like a tiny little twin bed, you know, but then they're getting bigger. Maybe they're growing through high school. They go through the growth spurt. You want to like get them like more of a full size, maybe even a queen size bed. Then they go off to college, you take the bed with them. Maybe they start dating someone special and they want to upgrade again to like a king size bed so they can share it with someone else. You know, this like lets you adjust your life as the vicissitudes hit you, you know? So are you saying if you, I'll know when you find that someone special when you upgrade to a king size bed? Nobody needs a king size bed. Oh, That's yeah. huge. I'm going California king, man. California I don't need king. as much real estate as possible. Oh my gosh. That's the size. A California king is the size of my bedroom. You know, Ashin, you spend half your life asleep. You should do it in the nicest space possible. All right. All right. So what do you got? Well, I don't know if this is like necessarily an Ikea product, but uh, I've been searching all my life for the perfect chair. Okay. Because I feel like 
I have a lot of surfaces that I use in like varying capacities. But if only I could find the perfect chair, I could do all of those things in the same spot. So like, say I'm like really tired and I want to like, you know, just like surf the internet or something. Um, maybe I like get into bed and I'm like leaning up on a pillow and I'm like just typing on my laptop. But maybe if I got like a nice little recliner chair, I could like lean back, maybe have a, a throw pillow or a blanket. And then I could like have my laptop there, maybe a lamp right next to me and be very comfortable. Sometimes, you know, maybe I like to sit out on the porch and like drink my morning coffee. But if I had like a nice comfortable chair, I could just like establish myself, have a nice firm seat and then enjoy my morning cup of joe. If I'm like uh, watching TV or sports or something, you know, now I'm like sitting on the couch and like hanging out. But maybe if I'm by myself, I'm just watching, you know, the Warriors play at freaking 12 o'clock at night and I don't want to go out or anything. I want like to be able to lean back, drink a beer and watch the sports. I've been looking for this perfect chair for a long time. Haven't found it yet, though. But it sounds like there's no way one one chair can do all these but things. But it can. It can. I'm confident that That's it's out it. there. So your pitch is the perfect chair. The perfect chair. You didn't... The right, perfect chair. This is a good. premium chair. Yeah. Maybe a bespoke chair. Someone takes all of my measurements, measures the you Ooh. know ergonomics of the thing, and like design the one chair to rule them all. Okay, actually, you got me a bespoke. Anything yeah. bespoke, you know it's yeah. going to be pricey You know, you know where good. the inspiration for this came from? What? I was watching a Pixar movie the other, well, not, not the other day. No, I'm talking about Up. Up? Yeah, you know, there's like that little couple, and they have oh, like yeah, those yeah. perfect chairs, and they like hang out with them, and they're like newlyweds, and they're reading a book, and they're like old people, got the same chairs, because they found the perfect chairs. All right, you know what? I want my life to be like that. When you get your tiny house, I'm going to get you the perfect tiny chair. How about that? It can't be tiny. It has to be fit my person. Fine, fine, fine. All right. I got one more. Okay. So this is also, you know, a little bit, would it be an Ikea? Maybe, maybe not. But so this will be like a bed, okay? And then like underneath it, it'd have like a set of wheels, kind of like storage, right? Like a little dolly would kind of like swing in and out. Okay. It's not like connected to the bed. It's like a drawer, like a drawer underneath. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, it's like connected to the bed where, you know, you can like pull it out and pull it back in. Like the drawer slides. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay, okay. So it'd be like that. But um, instead of like real slats on a mattress, it's it's like a hammock. So the bed is actually a hammock. So you get all the comfort of sleeping in a hammock, but it's your bed. I'm a little bit confused here. So the mattress is on a hammock? There's no mattress. You're sleeping on a hammock. So what makes it a bed? There's a bed frame. And so where is the hammock suspended from? The two sides of the bed. Is it suspended at two points or four points? You know, maybe two or three. That's what two the, or three? The Swedish people will figure that out. Okay, so like, why don't you just get a hammock? Why do you need a bed frame? Ah, I thought you'd never ask. Are you ready <laughs> oh, for this? Okay. So what you can do is when you sell the bed the bed comes from fr- for free but what you do the you, bed comes from free but what you get is a subscription service and once every week someone will come over to your house <laughs> keep going uh, <laughs> you can't laugh i'm not done yet so once every week you have someone come to your house, 
they get underneath that that they slide underneath like a like a mechanic and they give you a massage so you're lying in your hammock just super comfortable and they're underneath you just kind of giving you a massage <laughs> that'd be pretty good because the worst part of a massage is you have to turn around and stick your face you know through those things but now you're just lying in your bed it's totally comfortable and you just you know hire this guy for an hour you just be underneath massaging you if you're really feeling you can make him so massage you the I, whole night I, I mean i feel like okay so i feel like the the shift from a standard bed to a hammock is like a pretty significant lifestyle change would you agree mm-hmm. are you making this large like change in your life for the sole purpose of being able to avail yourself of this massage service Yes, it'd be mostly for the massage. Mostly for the massage. So, okay. And, like, you wouldn't want to instead have, like, a bed and then, like, have them bring, like, a massage table into your house? Nope, but see, you're on your bed and he slides underneath and massages you from the back. So... From the other side of the hammock. Aren't you... Isn't your your hammock going to get, like, all massage oily and gross? Yeah. Oh, it needs a little work. It needs, needs a, a little, little work. work. Okay, yeah. Definitely not a million dollar idea yet, but yeah, maybe it has potential. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll still get you that tiny chair, though. Don't you worry. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. You got anything else? That's all. All right. Hey, did you end up naming this segment yet? Keep it moving. <laughs> okay, and with that note, let's uh, move on to the next segment. Yeah, let's keep it moving. Well, Shane, I um, just wanted to put it out there that... Um, I think a lot of listeners really liked our latest email Q and A. Yeah, we got um, we yeah, we so we we'll do a little bit. We got a couple more coming, so we'll do one real quick email roundup. I think it's a fun one, and this one is also for you, Alex. Oh, okay, I'm ready. So this one says, "Hey, Alex, people have been making flights of different things for a long time. It's called sliders." That's, That's the gripe. That, is that that is that this is a gripe uh, with my. Uh, Tiny house, tiny cocktail business venture. Exactly. They're, okay. they're saying, you know, things like flights have been a long time, and apparently sliders are just a type of flight. So okay, sliders so are good little burgers. First, sliders. So, slide, yeah, what do you think? Sliders? Okay. They're small versions of burgers. I, I feel like that's one key element of a flight is like smaller portions so you can enjoy um, a greater multitude, you know, okay. instead. You're trading off uh, some variety for portion size. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to disagree. I don't think sliders constitutes a flight. No, I, I, no, sliders are a flight of burgers. What's wrong? Well, uh, the purpose of the flight is that variety. So maybe you could have a flight of sliders, but they'd all have to be different. You'd have to have like a, a, a fig and blue cheese slider and then like a bacon and uh, avocado slider and then like barbecue onion ring slider. They'd all have to be different sliders so that you can like take one bite out of one, be like... Oh, yeah, this is a good slider. Then put it down and then take a bite of another slider and be like, oh, this is like good but different, which is what I was looking for when I, I went for my flight of sliders. But I think most slider plates, all the same flavor. They're all the same slider, not a flight. Hmm. Yeah, I disagree, but I don't, you know, I don't eat burgers. So, you know, you're probably right. But also on this note, I was going, going to the ice cream store the other day. I went to this place called, I think it's Gracie's. They got this delicious delicious ice cream cone where they put fluff in the middle 
and then they like marshmallow fluff yeah and then they barbecue torch it so it's like this toasted marshmallow fluff oh this is in the email right you're reading straight from the email right now no this is me this oh, okay. is me this time okay this is me this time i i, I um we, w- i couldn't tell when you're you were switching between what reading the email and then like going off of your personal uh narrative it kind of it moved back and forth very quickly there i wasn't able to perceive when the change happened you're done yeah okay. go ahead keep okay, going. okay, yeah, okay. i want to hear about this uh, ice cream and the fluff so i went there the ice cream store they had sliders of ice cream so you mean a flight of ice cream that's right a flight a flight of ice creams which i thought pretty good but then i kind of thought about it pretty dumb i feel like some things Shouldn't be in flights. So in what, uh, in, how is it a flight? They give you four cups of ice cream at the same time? Yeah, they give you like four little shot glasses worth of ice cream. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I... I feel like it ha- all the... That, that one I would call a real flight. But I don't know if it was the right marketing decision for this particular establishment. Ice cream? Famously transient. You know, there's a time element going on. You can't be taking the time to be sampling all these different flavors. That's true. And I feel like... If you have a flight of ice cream, the whole point of the ice cream shop is you come back the next day, get another scoop of ice cream. How people are going to come to the ice cream shop every day if they can get every flavor in one, right? You got you got to have a little mystery. I mean, yeah, I guess so. But that's my favorite part of going to the ice cream shop. Which one am I going to get today? If I can get a flight and get them all at once, it's true. I mean, I go, go the next y- day. You go every day though. I mean, how many flavors does the ice cream place have? Too? In the summer, I go every other day. Because like just about. Baskin Robbins has like. 31 flavors. Even if you got four a day, it would take you like seven days at least. That'd be a lot of flights. Yeah. All right. What else do you think could be in flights or shouldn't be in flights? Mm, I think there, you know, anything can be in a flight, but the proper proper flight design, you know, has a couple of um, more nuanced characteristics to it. So like, sure, you have all of these different ice cream flavors, put them in little shot glasses, arrange them on a nice board. Put it in front of your customer, boom, sure, that's a flight. But I think that, you know, if you're looking for, um, to attract the discerning customer to your establishment, what you want to do is, like, design the flight in a certain way. Say the classic flight, beer. Mm -hmm. You would want to highlight certain characteristics of some of your beers. You don't want to just keep choosing random flavors or, like, let the customer just choose four random beers. You want to be like, all right, I would like to showcase four of a certain style of beer so that you can, you know, taste what makes them similar, what makes them different, and then bam, choose your favorite. Because that's the whole point of flights is to be able to sample a lot of different things against each other and then choose your favorite so you can just order that one from now on. Oh, I got one for you. Okay. What if Netflix, the biggest problem people have at Netflix is you spend all the time trying to figure out what to watch. What if Netflix had a selection called like a comedy flight? And they just pair trailers of four different movies. You watch the trailers and then you get to decide which movie you actually want to see. Hmm. But I feel like, you know, with that kind of medium, it would be pretty much just watching trailers back to back to back to back. Basically like trailers at the beginning of a movie or something. I guess so. Yeah. I feel like this is you trying to sell your one screen for the row of airplane seats. Shared experiences. It's all about shared experiences. I got one last thing for you to think about okay, as we let's, end. Let me ponder this this flight query that you have. What's the difference between a flight and a tasting menu? A tasting menu is is different, is like an ordered, a meal that's based on courses, I think. Is that what you mean? Because a flight 
is different takes on the same item. So like four different sliders, four different beers, four different mimosas, four different eggs benedict. That would be a good flight. That's a good flight, That'd right? That'd be a good flight. Yeah. That anyway, flight. distraction. Okay. That That's another million dollars right there. Um, but uh, a tasting menu is like you get a small bite of this and then you get a small bite of like the next course. And so you then know the next what course. you like the next time you're at the restaurant. Sounds mm. like a flight to me. You're the These one. Are, who- I mean... It shares certain elements with what? the proper flight They're design. They're giving you different types of food for you to figure out what you like. Sounds if they like give you four of like a similar menu item, I would call that a flight. And if they give them to you all at the same time so that you can compare them, that sounds like a flight to me. But something like tapas or like a tasting memory where it's like one item at a time and there's like more of a linear course than a parallel course, not really a flight. Ooh. Well, thank you for educating me. Oh, shoot. Did you learn something today? That wasn't the point of the podcast. All right. That's the end of the show. It was a quick one, I know. But don't worry. There's going to be another one in the feed very shortly. Mm-hmm. The sun will come out tomorrow. Um, and I just wanted to put it out there. You know, we got a lot of requests for, for interviews. But um, all I ask is that you come up with two original segments. If you want to redo a segment that we already have, just come up with a new hot take. And then you got to have a good name for your segment. And then we'll be happy to have you on the show. And don't worry. Even though it's a little shorter, shorter, you'll still get your 15 minutes of fame. So nothing to worry about. Yeah. I mean, think of it this way. Your like, portion of the episode is growing exponentially. It's like segment inflation over here. We can't get rid of these segments. Yeah. You're like just a little flight. Just a little taste. I think you sent that email yourself, Ashid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. See you next week. Bye.